but the passion of you believing in that consciously based on what is right and what is wrong. I have this book. The title actually was the reason why I bought it. The book is called Space and Eternal Life. It's such a deep concept book. It's a dialogue between an astronomer and my mentor, sharing the similar views about the time and space and the philosophy of the practitioner of my mentor. The book supports pra practically the same ideas of space and time existence. I highly recommend if anyone enjoys astronomy and Eastern philosophy to check this book out. It goes deep in a lot of detail of astronomy of the universe. I love and very fascinated by the space and the whole creation of the mystery of the universe, how galaxies come to form by these elements of our table that we all have studied sometime in our life in biology, chemistry, to touch a fact of how connected we are through individuality. We're all aiming at what we're trying to succeed in different angles or views and let's say succeeding in your career. It's the same subject for everyone, but it's different based on the personality and the environment people are raised in. How you try getting that accomplishment of what you're trying to do. There's a couple sections that spoke about the sixth consciousness that we all have, the sight, the hearing, the smell, the taste, and touch, along with the six sense organs, the eye, the ears, the nose, the tongue, the body, and the mind. Within these six consciousness and the six sense organs comes up with the six objects of this cognition corresponding to these six senses in the organs of the color and the shape, the sound, the order, the taste, the tangibility, and the spiritual or the mental elements. Let's go back to talking about my eternal mentor's early life. Born and raised in Tokyo, Japan on January 2nd, 1928, and currently still alive to this day. His family was a total of 10 children four older brothers, two younger brothers, and a younger sister, later adopting two children. The family had a very successful in farming nori, which is edible seaweed, in the Tokyo Bay. Happens to be, by the 1920s, a devastation earthquake that left the family's productions in ruins. The family had struggled financially in the 1930s, the Second Sino-Japanese War had begun. The eldest brothers were drafted into military service. Within a couple years, the three older brothers were drafted as well. By 1942, while all his brothers being overseas in the Southeast Asia, my mentor's father fell, fell ill and led my mentor to support the family at the age of 14. During that time, in the Japanese wartime, my mentor worked at a steelwork factory at a labor corpse. In 1945, 
My mentor's home was destroyed by a fire during an air raid, having his family being forced to move in the area of Tokyo. 1947, having received no word from the elder brothers, several years, the family was informed by the Japanese government that one of them had been killed in action. During the end of the mid, mid 40s, my mentor at the age of 19 was invited to attend a discussion meeting. This was the marking point of meeting his mentor. That was the turning point to fight alongside with his mentor he encountered and working with him till the end of the newspaper company that was very much left with not much money to spare. He stood bravely, both of them, to interact with everyone, whatever their opinions, religion, belief it was. Seeing the compassion through the lectures his mentor gave and sharing his advice as a brother towards my mentor, and the relationships both developing all over Japan, the bonds they created. We all share this burning desire of these attainable goals we're all aiming for to accomplish. It's very interesting what I've been learning from my mentor. He was very sick at the time when he got invited to this discussion. Finding his spiritual mentor, this discussion was a writing called Establish of the Correct Teaching for the Peace of the Land. My mentor turned down the invitation, but who invited him refused to give up on him and waited for him outside. He was diagnosed with tuberculosis and had been physically draining him from going. To this discussion, not knowing it was going to be a turning point towards his life. The mid 40s, the doctors at the time wasn't sure how to treat patients battling with this illness, having no medicine during that time and seeing how they can treat patients with this condition. Almost close to having a death sentence, pretty much, just because a few information during that time. And what they only knew about it. I cannot imagine you dealing with the sickness and you don't want to do anything, especially go out and attend a discussion with your condition and your emotion state. Noticing his friend still waiting for him outside, he gathered the little strength to get up and go and attend. My mentor would have. Not come across this life changing moment encountering his mentor and the philosophy that existed, what the discussion from his mentor was teaching. Having this severe illness and a war that your country had gotten defeated, along with losing your father and your brothers, how do you think this would make you, anyone feel angry? Living very bitter towards everyone or life, everything. But he stood up for his happiness and for others too. Standing up and fight along with his mentor that he encountered, fighting the inner negativity, the inner emotion that we all go through when we're all dealt with a loss of job, sickness, a loved one. 
I truly see why my mentor had it enough of feeling upset, down, and disappointed. Focusing on dialoguing with people and creating a strong trust by winning over them through sincerity of him and caring and supporting for them based on your life condition and what it, you have gone through and what you went through and what you're going through. It is nothing but the act of persevering through those moments, which can be very impossible. In our minds, we try to use a strategy that we could get out of it or just avoid it. It's all the transient thinking that I feel, I believe, we make ourselves think we cannot attain that is way beyond impossible to do, but it is our negativity. Yesterday is so different from today, and tomorrow will be a whole different day than today. How is it that I can perceive? How is it that I could be myself and accept whatever that will be thrown at me, whatever I encounter from this moment forward? How can I be very much have appreciation and learn from these things? At the end of the day, do what you feel is best for you. But how is that really going to benefit you but make an impact in society without going for any fame or glory? but have the passion to help people in society. Our problems are not bigger than our life. How are we living based by the thoughts and the actions through the words we express out to everyone? We're all unique and we're all so different. We all have a heart, beautiful individuality, consciousness, and the sixth sense organs. You notice there are a lot of famous artists, actors, painters, and you see how much they dedicate to their career, their passion, through watching a live music performance or a movie film. Behind it all, in some cases, they go through very tough marriages, drug issue, alcoholism, divorcement, and some committing suicide. I really see it as these talented people, but their conviction, some just lose focus in their life. The passion turns to fame and glory just for the profit of them. Some careless to everyone as long as they're successful or I'm successful. We have to continue no matter how, no matter what way, there's always a will and there's always a way. We have to continue to advance, to persevere, and to encourage people along the way. Everybody, everyone is going through so many things right now. How is it we can support and help one another encourage one another and keep advancing and continue to be and stay creative, finding jobs, even though the economy is collapsing, to accept is easy. 
but to continue. It is difficult, but to be aware of things and be open lies in continuing faith. We cannot get caught up in our in our heads. We have to stay optimistic and not get caught up in our problems, our emotions. Advancing is the only way forward. Once we retreat in things, then we lose hope, conviction. We lose that goal. We lose that desire. Do, to have the determination and to continue to redetermine if it's 200 times that we have to redetermine, then it's 200 times that we do it throughout the day. How many times do you redetermine? One, two, two and a half, three. This is what I've learned within the four years. This is what I've heard and I've dedicated my life and continue to learn from my mentor. I'm not here to rule the world. I'm not here to be somebody big. I'm here to be a very small part of something much larger than myself. And that's extremely liberating. So I want to introduce one of my great friends, Koichi. I've known him for four years and we share uh, the same life mentor. Thank you so much for joining this segment on this podcast. Thank you so much, Couscous. I really appreciate you letting me be part of it. Yeah, it's a pleasure, man. It's a pleasure to have you. Yeah, I just wanted to just give you an opportunity to um, talk about your struggle and what you went through. Um, so if I could ask... Um, what did you struggle with um, a couple years back? Actually, when I was 22, I was kind of in a relationship at the time, and I met this girl online and stuff, and then we became very close, and we, like, technically fell in love, but I really didn't know what was going on because... I was starting to get paranoid and I've been getting like sleepless nights and everything. And, um, I started hearing voices and I was, I didn't know what was going on. I thought I was just like hearing voices just naturally, you know, like how you're conscious, you hear in your ear, um, that you hear voices and everything, you know, just to remind you about something. And, uh, at the end, um, I went to, to get therapy and this therapist told my parents that I was diagnosed with schizophrenia and I was just, my parents were shocked, you know, because they've never ever experienced that for their own child and everything. And it really was really difficult because my mom was trying to find a program for me to, for schizophrenic patients. And 
she found this research study at UCLA actually to really to be in this program to you know get free medication for two years and I refused to take the medication at first to be honest because I thought nothing was wrong with me you know and it really really I was struggling a lot with my mental health because I really wanted to kill myself you know I wanted to harm myself I wanted to end my life because I felt like there was no like happiness or anything in my life I was only wound about my my ex-girlfriend at the time you know I was really really only about her you know I was getting obsessive and I even literally forgot to eat every day and I remember when my mother was driving me she started hearing me talking to myself and she was like what's wrong with you and I'm so thankful I got accepted to this program at UCLA and my my I forgot to like when I started taking my medication I totally forgot how to carry a conversation learn how to say words and learn how to you know have long abbreviated words you know and it really really was a struggle for me until they helped me with cognitive training and they really helped me you know get back on my feet they you know i had these testings and these these research studies that would give me money to you know save money for myself and everything it was really really nice and i actually overcame a li my mental health a little bit in the third year but I was still a little bit depressed because at the same time no children should or any child or uh, anything should go through that pain of having a chemical imbalance and everything and I really learned a lot about myself and Sometimes I don't even want to think going back there again. Wow, man. Um, you know, it, it must have been very, you know, tough with your family. And, you know, it, it must have been very, even more tough um, with you, you know, and I guess the, the reality of it all, you know, and you. Um, yeah, and it. It is tough for, you know, it was tough for my parents and all, and my family. And actually, my sister in her college, she actually did a presentation on schizophrenia and everything and how it affects the, ke the, the chemical balance in your brain, imbalance in your brain and everything. And it really, really, it, it's like you shouldn't shun people in general with mental health because you can either have depression, you can have schizophrenia, you can have anxiety even, you know, and it's not, it's not right that 
you should shun people like that. That's why I'm all for mental health awareness because I want to promote that to help and educate people about mental illnesses and everything. Yeah, definitely. I think there's a lot of people that don't get the opportunity to speak about this, especially in the aspect of mental illness. Totally, totally, yeah. Thank you for sharing your struggle and what you went through. So as far as career now, and, you know, importantly, how's your health condition? Um, I'm actually pursuing my modeling career and my health is much better than ever. Um, taking my medication every day, every night to, sp to suppress the symptoms and everything. And I feel better than ever in my life. Uh, I really am doing modeling part-time right now, but if my career actually is starting to take off. Uh, I'm getting more and more opportunities to model for clothing brands and everything. And I'm doing some photo shoots to post content on my Instagram and everything. And it's really nice. It's a really nice feeling. I really, really came a long way with this mental illness I really have a lot of appreciation for every everyone around me who supported me and who really helped me get to this path of my life because I couldn't imagine myself like this, but now I'm doing it in full force and all my captions and my pictures are very all about positivity and body positivity, mental health awareness and everything. And it's a really, really nice feeling for sure, for sure. And I'm really helping inspire a lot of people around me on my social media platform and everything. And it's truly amazing to hear a lot of feedback from people on social media and everything. And it's, it's really inspiring to see others do it and encourage others to do it too. And I really am going to keep going with this. And hopefully next year I'll start traveling with this modeling and everything and also model for other clothing brands. And I'm actually in the process of starting my actually own clothing brand called Koichi Mainichi. That's my handle actually on Instagram. It's Koichi Mainichi, K O I C H I M Y N I C H I. That's my handle on Instagram. So I have a friend of mine who's going to actually take pictures of me this weekend for a photo shoot. We're going to do a photo shoot, and he's actually going to help me start up my clothing brand. And I'm going to have a couple samples of t shirts to put out there to give away and have have them promote my brand. And eventually, once it starts growing, I'm actually going to model for my own clothing brand and stuff and still mo model for other clothing brands, of course. 
you know. But I definitely want to be successful in all realms of the fashion world and everything and help the fashion world change its path with instead of regular models, you see more plus size males or females or any, you know, anything that promotes body positivity. Don't get me wrong. Like everyone's beautiful and handsome in the fashion modeling world and everything. And I just definitely need to keep going with this. And it's truly paying off now because my followers are growing every single day and I have people who show interaction and love to my page and everything and it's truly truly a dream come true and always remember your dreams can come true when you put the effort and energy into it wow yes you recently too had a photo shoot that um was recently a great success too and I'm very excited as well with your home clothing brand that take off that will happen next year for sure for sure yeah I was I had a really successful modeling shoot I went to San Diego and everything and I modeled for this brand called fresh clean teas and they definitely loved my energy and my personality and they're going to feature me on their website and their Instagram. And, um, it was a really successful gig because they were really humble and really nice and everything. And stay tuned. My clothing brand also for my clothing brand, because I definitely want that to take off too. And it will, I just have to put that time and energy in it and all my efforts will, it's starting to pay off now and I'm really, really excited for the world to see in my eyes of my life and my modeling and everything and all my everything just and in general. I just think life is such a beautiful thing and life in general is a beautiful place to be even during what's going on right now. But at the same time, I'm still persevering and I'm still trying to elevate my mind without fail. That's great. I'm excited for the success in the next upcoming year, 2021. I'm really excited as well. Um, it's really going to be a great next year. Totally for sure. Not that this year is not great, but uh, it's just, different perspective and different angle. vibe too with it yeah definitely definitely how is based on what you went through in your mental condition and the success that you've had with your modeling career and still going how is it that you feel that the significance of the mentor and disciple being so important based on what you've gone through and your accomplishments and your success into flipping your life around with this 
mental condition? Well, for me, like having that mentor and disciple relationship really taught me to appreciate the little things in life. And also like it taught me to always help what you go through and always reply to your mentor too. Because having a mentor can be in many ways, but specifically having a mentor that you look up to or help you guide the way in your life, it really, really helped me grow as like a tree and blooms with a piece of fruit, if you get what I'm saying. And at the same time, once you bloom and you see the piece of fruit grow on your tree, you feel you just pull the fruit off the tree and just like take a bite of it and you have so much appreciation for life. And I'm always so thankful for my mentor every day. Yes. You know, it's, uh, it's very interesting how I stumbled upon, you know, this philosophy. And, you know, your mother actually <laughs> was the encouraging one that really just made me take that leap of faith into studying and taking this philosophy with the mentor as, you know, our guide, fight through what we're going through based on our environment, our situation, totally. as far as health condition, mental condition. Yes, yes. And I really, really appreciate that my mother helped to see the light in this world because there's always a light at the end of the tunnel all the time. So thank you, Couscous. Thank you, Koichi. Thanks for having me today. Welcome. Welcome. This concludes our episode of the Mentor and Disciple podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you soon. Please take care of yourself. Have a beautiful, wonderful day, afternoon, evening, night.